Hey, everybody. Man, it feels good to be back. I know it's been a week and a bit since we've talked, but I'm back. I am ready to rock. I know that I missed the streaming strategy show for week 19. So as uh, you know, a uh, peace offering here, I'm going to give you a half week streaming strategy show and look ahead to next week as well. I'm going to talk about some point streamers, some perif streamers and some long stream plays. The boys are all here. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. talking about i'm sure that you do hi i am your host blake creamer this is fantasy nhl today a fantasy hockey podcast tell your friends tell your family just bombard them all the time tell them to get their buns in here we're talking some fun stuff all right everybody loves fantasy hockey am i right come on yeah um so please uh follow me on twitter as usual at Blake Creamer SE. And, uh, you know, I have been fielding a lot of questions over there on Twitter, and I love that. So keep it coming, please. That's, uh, that gives me uh, uh, deep happiness and joy, all right? Um, I also wanted to invite you to something new, uh, all of you to a free Sports Ethos hockey server, okay, uh, on Discord, where you can reach me as well as talk hockey with other fantasy managers. I'm going to put the link uh, invite in the show description and on my Twitter. So if you do follow me on Twitter, please just go ahead and retweet that. Let's, let's try and get as many people in there as possible. I know we're coming up towards the, the fantasy hockey playoffs. So I think now's a good time. Just, you know, everybody has questions and we can just chat hockey and, and uh, get the biz there. So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Discord. Do it. Get in there. I love having these conversations. Yeah. Other than that, thank you so much for being here, everyone. It's been such a long time. It, feel, it hasn't been that long, but it, it, for me, it feels like it's been ages because of so much hockey news has gone on. The trade deadline happened. There, there's, there's just so much stuff that happened here. So uh, I am going to get into, you know, all of the news and everything. There, there's just so much to get into, um, just even regarding tonight's games and this weekend. But yeah, lots of fun stuff. I am going to, this is just confirmed, I am going to do a show recording it Saturday night, so probably release on Sunday with uh, Mike Rogerson again from the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Hard work, steely resolve, and sure grittiness. What a beauty. What a what a gentleman and a scholar, hockey scholar. All right, we're going to have him on, we're gonna, and we're going to talk a few of these trades. We're going to talk uh, rumors, you know, and potential fantasy implications if these players do get moved. You know, and we'll talk some other stuff too. We'll just be talking hockey, having a super time. All right? So look out for that. That's going to be on Sunday, I believe. I'm also going to be putting out a week 20 uh, waiver streaming show. I'll do that on Saturday. I think I'll, I'll record that tomorrow night and, and release that Saturday. So we'll get you all ready to go. Um, you know, hopefully you're in a good position in your leagues. Um, you know, but if you're, if you're fighting for a playoff spot, we got just the thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, what we're going to be doing here in this episode as well. As I said in the intro there, um, we're going to do a little half streamer show here. We're going to talk about the next four nights and you know, maybe potentially rolling some of those streamers into next week as well. So before we do that, I want to get into some NHL newsies. My tiny little nipples went to France. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of damn news. Holy jeez. What the fuck? God. Um, yeah. Let's, <laughs> there's a lot of injury news too. This is, this is not cool, but yeah, you know, we gotta, we gotta report the news. So let's do that. All right. And we'll just go in no particular order. Ryan Johansson of the Nashville Predators. Uh, yeah, he's going to be out for 12 weeks after being cut with the skate, uh, in the last game there. That sucks for him. Sucks for the Preds. He's actually gonna have leg surgery. So, um, yeah, that, that's a rough injury for sure. The Preds have been brutal this year. I mean, you know, a lot of people called that at the beginning of the season, how the Preds were overachieving or they overachieved last season kind of with their offense and had a bunch of guys, you know, kind of redlining it. And 
they've come crashing back down to earth here. There, there's not too many players on the Preds, you know, save for Yossi and, and, uh, and Saros at times that are, that are, you know, putting together a decent season. So this does not help. Ryan Johansson out for 12 weeks. So yeah, we'll, we'll see kind of how the deployment goes from there. We'll have to see the game coming up here to see what goes on, okay? Um, also, for the Wild, Jonas Brodeen was just placed on the IR. He's got a lower body injury, so he's going to be out for a little while. So it's just next man up there. Uh, it kind of sucks because the Wild have a good schedule coming up, and Brodeen's a, a deep league streamer for sure for defense perifs and, like, the occasional point. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's not cool. You know, the Wild are trying to get playoff ready here. Um, Anthony Duclair for the Panthers is going to uh, make his debut tonight in Friday's game here. Um, sounds like Barkov and Bennett are going to be game time decisions, but I, I think that Bennett will be back, and I would, I would think that Barkov's going to be back as well. They've been skating in practice. So, um, yeah, Anthony Duclair, you know, this is going to be a good data point to see where he lines up, what kind of deployment he gets, because, yeah, he, he's a difference-making player for sure, and he usually puts up good advanced statistics. So... You know, how are they going to ramp him up? What kind of ice time is he going to get? You know, he's probably a player, you know, you stashed this year. So go ahead and activate him. If he's on your wire, he's, he's worth a look. I mean, Florida, you know, not an amazing schedule uh, coming up. Obviously, they only have this this game here on Friday. So it's just this one game. So I don't know if I'd pick him up this week if he's out on your wire. But um, yeah, Anthony Declare. Jeez, I don't know. Yeah, they don't have a great schedule next week either. So. We'll see, but um, yeah, it's going to be a good data point to see sort of where he's at and where he's going to fit into that lineup. More news. Timo Meyer, that uh, trade bait beauty, he's going to be out tonight. Uh, again, this sucks big time, um, for, you know, for Meyer and for the Sharks, obviously, you know, because they're trying to show the value of this guy, and he is very valuable um, in fantasy and in real life. So he's going to be out tonight against Nashville. Next opportunity is going to be Saturday. I have a feeling he's going to play Saturday. I, I don't know. I just, you know, the original reports were that this isn't too serious. And then there was another report on Twitter saying that, you know, the, the recovery is not going as they wanted it to go or as, as well as they wanted it to. So I think, you know, there's a good opportunity he plays on Saturday. But we'll see. Keep an eye on that. Get ready to activate him. Big Ovi, Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> He's, uh, he's come back after personal leave, after the death of his father, um, you know, and boy, the Caps need him. They are reeling. They, they are just brutal these days. Lost the last five in a row. You know, now they're two points back of the wild card spot. So th- this couldn't come at a better time. And I really hope, just for Ovechkin's sake, that, like, I think there's two ways this can go. You know, he's either, you know, ultra motivated and, and, and inspired, or, you know, he could still be kind of dealing with, with the loss there and that could affect his game. So, and him personally, which is more important, but we're talking fantasy here. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm very happy Ovechkin's back and I hope he just crushes it uh, to the end of the year. That would be amazing. So yeah. And I hope they get into the playoffs. I think that'd be great. Jeez, what's going on? This isn't even news, but I got Kemper on one of my teams. Oh, man, that guy's killing me. I got Saros and Kemper on a league that it's a big money league for me. And, uh, man, that is killing me. Anyways, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Let's get back to biz. Pavel Buchnevich, uh, he's going to be back. He's going to be back today after a two-game absence with a lower body injury. That's nice for the Blues. Yeah, definitely, uh, obviously, a must-roster player. Got to have him. Got to put him out there, see what happens. Tori Krug for the Blues is going to be out tonight. He's day-to-day with a lower body injury. Uh, back to Nashville. Sorry, uh, Philip Forsberg, he's, he's going to be, uh, he's still questionable for tonight's game. They haven't given a official designation. So he, he's been skating. Um, he's questionable tonight. Just keep an eye on it. Get ready to activate him if need be. On to the Oilers. Take a gander at Evander Kane. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't even travel with the team. So, no, that sucks. Um, he's out for at least two more games while they're on the road. Um, I hope he gets back. It sounded like he was playing with a rib injury, or he was actually dealing with it while he was playing, and now he's taking the games off to recover. So, hopefully, it's nothing too serious and we get this beauty back because, yeah, he's a Cats League monster. He, he even does well in points league. So, he's just, he, he can be an elite category player. Hopefully, he gets back just in time for everybody's playoffs. Because that's what's important. Am I right, Evander? Yeah. 
On to Anaheim, uh, Adam Henrique, who has been a popular streamer, you know, during these weeks where Anaheim's had a good schedule. He is now week to week with a lower body injury. He uh, he pulled up lame in, in uh, their game on Tuesday. He was injured. So he's going to be out. That That's not cool. But uh, good news is Troy Terry is back. Uh, he's going to play tonight. So fire him up. All right. He's going to be top line, power play one. And I like the player a lot. I really like Troy Terry. I think he doesn't get a lot of respect. I've talked about him before, and I think he's underachieving this year. I mean, obviously he had that injury, so that's rough, but he's on a 68-point pace. He's kind of close to where he was last year. You know, last year he had 37 goals, 67 points in 75 games. That's lovely. That was on 19.3 shooting percentage. His shooting percentage this year, 8.9, and he's upped his shots from 2.6 a game to 2.9. So I think... Troy Terry is due for some positive regression. That might be a little slow going just due to the, you know, he's, he's coming back off injury, so temper expectations there. But this is a really good thing for Anaheim. Obviously for Zegras, um, you know, that gets to play with anyone that gets to play with Troy Terry. I, I do think he's a difference maker there on that team. So let's see what he does. I'm glad he's back. Way to go, TT. Let's talk about the Avs. Kale McCarr is still out. Um... <laughs> This is brutal news. I mean, obviously, I'm talking about news that's fantasy-related, but, you know, it, this is uh, two concussions in 11 days for, you know, a generational-type player. He's, he's, he's easily the best actual defenseman in hockey, in my opinion, right? So two concussions in 11 days, I hate that. That's, that's hard because that, that could affect him moving forward his career, you know? Um, so I hate to see that. He's still out. There's no real timeline but if I had to guess, I mean, Makar himself said he, he was good to play. He wanted to play. So I feel like there, there's just some lingering uh, concussion-like symptoms. But I'm hoping it's not too serious and he can get back out there. Crazy thing, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just had two concussions. Let's get back out on the ice and get smoked again. You know, <laughs> like, you should probably take the season off, my guy. But, uh, yeah, um, hopefully he's hopefully it's not too serious and this is all just you know, trying to be be careful and protect their asset and, you know, so he's ready for the playoffs. But, yeah, keep an eye on it. Uh, and Landeskog is obviously still out. He's getting a little closer, but, it, you know, the, the initial reports at the beginning of the year were, like, January he was going to be good to go. And now it looks like, I think more realistic is going to be early March, mid-March. But that'll be good. I mean, you know, get this guy back for the playoffs. But he's going to need a ramp-up period, too. And just the, the kind of kamikaze style that he plays, the very rough style that he plays, it's he's going to have to ramp up. So, yeah, if you're holding Landeskog, you drafted Landeskog, that's, that's a little bit tough because I remember him getting drafted a little earlier, uh, a little early for my taste. Like, he's obviously a great category league player and player in real life. But, yeah, it's, yeah, he hasn't been able to do anything this year, unfortunately. Uh, Cam Talbot returning from injury uh, for the Ottawa Senators. He's going to play Friday. That's good news. Um, you know, Senators, that's, it's been a rough season. Definitely not able to reach expectations with the talent that they have on their roster. So Talbot coming back should be, you know, a good thing. I, given the choice of Cam Talbot or Anton Forsberg, I'd probably take Anton Forsberg, to be honest. So... Um, you know, that whatever. Um, Cam Talbot is coming back. That is going to be a shot in the arm for the Senators. Um, and, and we'll see how they finish out the year. Um, they still got some amazing players. And my boy, Timmy Stutes. This guy's a beauty. I'll tell you what. If you got Tim Stutzla on your team and you're in a keeper league, I'm keeping Timmy Stutes. I think he's going to have a just a disgusting year next year. This, this guy is awesome. He's great in points leagues. He's better in category leagues. You know, I, I really think he could be like a top 20, top 25 kind of player next season. Book it! Don't call me on this stuff, all right? Don't, uh, don't fact check me. Please don't do that, all right? Timmy Stutes, what a legend, all right? And then, uh, yeah, just some, another couple pieces of news, and then I'll get on with it here. But Atu Ratu, um, the prospect that was sent the Canucks way from the New York Islanders deal and the Bo Horvat deal, he's been called up for the Canucks. So he's going to play tonight versus the Blues. So I don't know. <laughs> Probably most of the people don't give a crap what the Canucks are doing in their prospect system, but I'm a Canucks fan. So I'm throwing in that little piece of Canucks news. All right. There you go. I can't wait to see uh, what he does. I'm excited. I'm going to watch that. And then the Kraken uh, placed 
Chris Driediger on waivers. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. He he was uh, look, you know, just another victim of uh, expectations because of Florida's amazing season they had. Uh, and then you know this guy's just been injury ravaged. He's he's got three point five million dollar cap hit, two years remaining on his deal. So I don't know. That's pretty reasonable. But I I don't know where he is in his injury recovery and you know what. I, I think he, he should be a player in this league moving forward, potentially. But, yeah, he's got a long ways to go here. And that's all we got, okay? Um, and I know there is lots of trade rooms and stuff. And as I said earlier in the show, I'm going to be doing a pod with Mike Rogerson of the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're going to record that Saturday night and get it out to you Sunday. We'll be talking about all kinds of trades and what the hell is going on. So, um, lots of fun. How about Patrick Kane? Holy man, th- this guy's been epic. Um, it's it's a really good story. Um, you know, I like. I've always. It's hard. It's weird for me to say I like Patrick Kane, obviously because of the Canucks and Blackhawks rivalry back in the early 2010s. But this guy's a beauty. I mean, he was a ghost for the first you know, two thirds of the season. And now he's looking like a world beater out there. He's putting Max Domi on his back and, and they're just riding into the sunset. But yeah, there's some interesting rumors about uh, Patrick Kane and where he's going. You know, the latest there is, is the Rangers potentially. So, I mean, <laughs> if they pick up Patrick Kane, that's, that's just obscene. That's going to be bad for my man, Vinny Tro. All right. He's going to, he's going to be toiling away on the fourth line there, but you know, he might get a Stanley cup ring out of it and he deserves it. All right. Vinny Tro. For show. For show. All right, what a beauty. Okay, let's get into it. Um, thank you for uh, listening to that spiel. There's lots of stuff going on there. Now let's get into it. We're talking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All right, man, what, what can you do to kind of maximize here? Just depends where you are in your, in your standings, depends where you are in your matchup here, but, but let's get into it. We're going to talk streaming strategies and, you know, potentially some rest of season plays. Thursday. We've got 10 games tonight. Friday, there's only six games, so that's a lighter night. Saturday, there's 11. And then Sunday, there's seven. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty heavy. This, this is a heavy Thursday for sure. Um, 10 games, it's right on the cusp there. So th- I would say it's definitely heavy, but you might be able to get someone in. So we'll, we'll try and help there. But uh, we definitely want to avoid the Saturday games if possible. But, you know, 11 games on a Saturday is kind of light for a Saturday too. So um, you might be able to stream someone in. You're going to have to take a look at your roster, all right? But let's get into it. Let's do it. So the, uh, for the next um, four nights, um, there are eight teams with three games in those four nights. All right. Those are the Buffalo Sabres, the Los Angeles Kings, Minnesota Wild, the New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Tampa Bay Lightning, Washington Capitals, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. So let's look at what we want to do. Um, for me, there are three clear winners that we probably want to target. All right. And um, the reason that we're targeting these three teams is because they, they missed the Saturday. So and those teams are Buffalo, L.A. and Minnesota. OK, those teams all play Thursday, Friday, back to backs, and then they play Sunday night. So they skip that heavy Saturday. But again, make, you got to make sure you can get a player in tonight. Right. Because of the busy schedule tonight. So let's um, look at those three teams right now. How I wanted to separate this is I wanted to give you um, point streamers for the week, okay? And I, I, you know, I'll 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 do my best to sort of adapt as we're going here and and kind of give you the the goods on on what these players are bringing to the table. Um, so I want to give you point streamers for the week, and then I wanted to give you peripheral streamers for the week. Perifs, and by perifs, I'm talking about shots, hits, and blocks. All right, these are the these are the bad boys. All right, these are the these are the legends here. These are the these, these are the biker gang boys. All right. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know why why I decided to do that, but that's fine. Okay. And then I'll tell you kind of who I'm prioritizing out of these players. All right. So let's get into the point streamers. We'll start with Buffalo. Okay. So um, I'm putting these players in order of the way that I would pick them up. Okay. So at first, um, we're looking at Dylan Cousins. Um, Dylan Cousins would be a great pickup here. Uh, one of the only issues with Dylan Cousins, um, he is, he's center only. So, that, you know, just keep that in mind too when I'm talking about these players. Like, um, And I've run into this a couple times in, in only one of my leagues that I'm in. And it's a very competitive league, but there's no utility spots. Um, and I definitely advocate if you're doing a league, you should have at least one utility spot, if not two, right? Because there is a glut of centers 
uh, that are fantasy relevant that just end up staying on the wire and become minimized because you can't fit them into your roster, right? And Dylan Cousins kind of falls into that category, right? He's 59% rostered on Yahoo. Um, but this guy's a beauty. He's, um, you know, four points in his last five games. Actually, what am I talking about? He's got five points in his last five games. What a legend. Um, you know, his ice time has gone down a little bit, which is not awesome, but he's still got access to amazing players. Um, you know, he's on the top power play. Like, well, what more do you want? This, this guy's a beauty. He should be rostered, I think. You know, hopefully you can get him in with that center-only designation. All right? So, first up, uh, that'll be Dylan Cousins. Then you're looking at Casey Middlestad. And, um, yeah, Middlestad is, he's on, the, he's on what they call the third line here in Buffalo, but he's got six points in his last five games. Um, he's averaging over 15 minutes on ice in those games, and he's on the second power play as well. So um, he can do, you know, he can do some stuff. He can, get you, he can get you some offense at the very least, right? And, and he has been playing well. He shoots too. He doesn't really hit or block, so you're not going to get any perifs from this man, but that's fine. Next up would be Victor Olofsson. He's going to be your power play specialist. Uh, he's on the second power play as well. More goals than assists, not really offering much else, and not great deployment. And then Jack Quinn for very deep leagues, you know, he's there as well, right? Let's move on to LA. LA, I think the, the main man you want to pick up there would be Victor Arvidsson. Um, yeah, he's actually been playing well as of late. And he's on the second line there. And there are times uh, um, during the season that the Kings' second line has really been cooking. You got Trevor Moore back from injury. Philip Deneau is centering that line. And then Victor Arvidsson, he's got uh, five points in his last five games. Over 17 minutes of ice time in the last five. So I definitely like that. And he's got the left wing, right wing eligibility. So this, this is a guy that you can probably fit in a lot easier to your roster. Um, and I think he should be rostered, right, for, uh, for these three games and four nights. That's excellent. So you got Arvidsson and then the aforementioned Trevor Moore. Um, you know, there are guys that have more points than Trevor Moore. And obviously, <laughs> Moore has one point in his last seven games. So that's not good. But, I mean, when you look under the hood at what uh, Trevor Moore is doing, you know, uh, at even strength, Trevor Moore leads the team in shots per 60 at that mark, you know, that it, that we like to see 10 and over, right? He's uh, on even strength. He's got uh, 10.17 so that's excellent. Uh, that's what we want to see. His shooting percentage, however, is not great. And that's probably the problem. He's not converting, right? So um, you look also at his uh, individual Corsi 4. He leads the team there as well. So he's, he's number one on the team in individual Corsi 4. He's number one on the team in shots per 60. And then for scoring chances per 60, um, he's only, where is he at? Yeah, he's 10th on the team. Actually, make that 8th, sorry. Um, but still, he's getting the chances. The, the goals are going to come. I think Trevor Moore is a nice ad. He's a sneaky ad, right? And he'll definitely be available. Like Trevor Moore is only rostered in 9% of the league, so you could go pick him up for a song, okay? And you should. Uh, next up would be Philip Deneau. Again, he, like he, he's his advanced stats don't really show the way Trevor Moore's do, but, you know, he's putting points on the board. He's center only, so that's not ideal. Um, Ally Afalo is another one you can grab. Next, I would grab Gabe Velarde. Um, Velarde started the season so strong, so I do like that. I mean, we know that Velarde can put some numbers together and can really be an offensive player, but um, he has not been doing that lately. And you know, it, it is what it is, right? Like he's he, they've kind of got him on the fourth line there now, but he, but he is playing with Arthur Kaliev, who's another guy who you know again deep league pickup. Everything looks good under the hood. There, Gabe Velarde and Kaliev are guys right now that are not getting the deployment they need to be effective. But, you know, deep leagues, you can get them. I would choose Velarde over there. All right, let's move on. Actually, I forgot about my man, Sean Dersey. Oh my God, Ronnie. Dersey's a good pickup too. His his ice time has gone down just a little bit, which I'm not happy about. But, you know, he does have power play too, which is excellent. He's put four assists on the board in the last five games. I just want to see more minutes. Get my man, Sean Dersey, some minutes. What are you doing? All right. He's, he's like a young Drew Doughty out there. I love that. I don't think he is, but, you know, what are we going to do? Next up, let's go to Minnesota. I've talked about this man before, and I will talk about this man again. Ryan Hartman. All right. Um, yeah, he's, he's finally picking up his game. We weathered the storm. We waited it out. And, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's getting the deployment we want, at least on that top line. I love that. You know, he's, he's getting... 
His, his deployment's rock solid, to be honest. In the last five games, look at this, uh, 1808, 1640, 1722, 1753, 1727. Uh, and he's got three goals in his last two games, f- um, four points in his last two games, you know, with good shooting. And, and plus his advanced stats look good as well. So um, I like Brian Hartman. He's getting second power play depo- deployment, which is fine. But again, uh, and Ryan Hartman, he's a center and he's got right wing eligibility. So, so I like that. Um, these are the guys I like over, you know, a guy like Philip Deneau, for, for instance. Um, Cousins is a little bit higher for me just because of his, of his offensive acumen. And, you know, he, he's, he's putting some, some scoring chances out there. But, you know, it's, it's tough with the center only. Uh, next guy I would make sure is rostered uh, in the next four days is Jared Spurgeon. Obviously, he, he can get you, you know, a few points here and there, but his main damage is going to be done by getting blocks. This guy's a beauty. Block party, he likes big blocks. All right, big ones. Uh, and he shoots too. So, um, you know, I think Jared Spurgeon, you know, he's 66% rostered, so he should be rostered at this point. But if he's not, definitely go take a look. See if it fits your, fits your build and fits your roster. All right, and that's it for uh, Buffalo, L.A., and Minnesota. Again, those are the teams I would prioritize just because they skipped the Saturday. There are now five teams that uh, play three games in four nights, but they also play on the Saturday. Those teams are the Rangers, the the Penguins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Blue Jackets. Let's get into those really quick. I'm not going to give such a deep dive here into these players. But for the Rangers, you're looking at Philip Heedle. He should he should be rostered at this point. I think um, again with his advanced statistics, just just the way he's playing, Heedle uh, I think should be rostered for this time. And and you could probably hold him into next week. Um, Alex uh, Lafreniere is on this list. Jimmy VC to be smooth. Jimmy's luck of the week as well. I think VC is worth a look again. Deep leagues. But he's getting top line deployment. Um, the minutes don't really show, but he's getting access to that top line. So take take a look at what Jimmy VC is doing. He's getting over 15 minutes a night, three assists in the last five games. Yeah, he's a former Hobie Bakey Bakey winner. Yeah, I'm gonna call it the Hobie Bakey. I like that. Um, yeah, Jimmy VC, congrats to you. And then my man Keandre Miller, I like him uh, very much. Actually, just as the most all around player. I, you know, uh, we're talking point streamers right now, but if we're looking at an all-around player, I like Heedle, and then I like Miller. Keandre Miller is is playing very well. He's on the second power play. He's getting the perifs. He's getting the minutes, um, and he's putting up some points too. So I like that player a lot. I think he's has a great career ahead of him, and he's he's already pretty good. And then yeah, if you want to take a run, Capo uh, uh, Caco, you can give him give him a try. Um, that whole line, that that kid line in New York is is playing pretty well, and they all got time on the second power play moving on to pittsburgh you're looking at ricky racks ricard raquel yeah he should be rostered no question this is a guy i talked a bit of yang on this season and, and that's fine i mean you know he doesn't listen to the show so i, I could kind of just say what i want and he, he can't really defend himself right um but i i gotta say yeah he he's you know 40 points on the season ricard raquel congrats to you i think you know you've, you've done a, an admirable job and right now he's he's chugging minutes he's getting a ton of ton of deployment um and he and he's capitalizing too. seven points in his last four games i like that you got to pick him up he's shooting the lights out Let's get the biz. He's, you know, he's 67% rostered. He needs to be higher than that at this point, especially for this week. So if he's out there, go get him. Next, you're looking at Brian Rust. This is the guy that I think you'll definitely have a better chance of getting. He's only 50% rostered, um, and he has better advanced numbers than Ricard Raquel. So Brian Rust is putting a lot of shots on net per 60. He's he's getting the scoring chances. He's got the good Corsi four per 60, um, you know, but he's... He's not really, you know, he's never really blown the doors down with his offensive skill, but 33 points so far this season, eh, whatever. But he's right wing only as well, so keep that in mind. Uh, next guy we're looking at is Jason Zucker. This man's a beauty. I've talked about him before. Um, you know, the only reason I put Rust ahead of him is just due to some of the advanced numbers that Brian Rust has been putting up this season. But Zucker is available. He's only 22% rostered. Um, one thing about Zucker is he shoots, he hits. He's got 146 hits on the season. What the hell? What's wrong with you, man? They call me Snap and Pop because I snap and I will pop your ass in the mouth. Don't mess with me, man. Are you okay, Jason Zucker? Did something happen? Did someone whiz in your Fruit Loops? I mean, what you know, whatever. He seems like a nice guy, but uh, yeah, don't uh, don't whiz in his Fruit Loops. That's I don't, that's a surefire way to 
Get him to smash you into the wall. Okay. And then uh, Jeff Petrie. Yeah, he's a great... He'll be back in the lineup tonight. He, I think he missed a game with an illness, but he'll be back tonight. And he's a peripheral beast, and he can get you some points too. So those are the guys for Pittsburgh. Let's move on to Tampa Bay. What do you got to say? I like Sorelli. You got to get Sorelli in your lineup. I think he's a great pickup. Um, Tampa Bay has a, um, at least in terms of games next week, they have, um, they have four games next week and three here. So that's nice. You get seven games in the next, you know, the remaining fantasy week and the week coming up. So if you can fit him in, you, you're maximizing games here. But Anthony Sorelli as well is center left wing, and he's only 16% rostered. I think that's because he was injured for a lot of the year, and I don't think people know what this man is actually doing out there. But he gets good minutes. He had a goal last game. You know, he's got, he's got five points in his last five, including four goals. I like the player. I think, I think you'll like what you see too. He gets put out in all situations. And he's really one of the only guys that you can roster on this team. So I like Sorelli the best out of Tampa Bay, followed by uh, Ross Colton. Again, I'm going off uh, for tiebreakers and things like that. I think about ice time, but I also think about the advanced stats numbers. And Ross Colton, to me, is putting up some good numbers with his shots per 60 and his scoring chances. So I'd go Sorelli, Colton, Alex Kalorn is there. Um, Kalorn is, is probably the safest one. You know, just because he gets reasonable deployment, and he always has. Um, you know, but Kalorn and Sorelli are both playing with Stamkos on the second line there currently, right? They got Hagel up with Point and Kucherov. You know, they they do end up changing that. You know, pretty much every game. But you gotta like Kalorn. He's got four assists in his last five. I like that. That line's going pretty good with reasonable deployment, and then they get second power play time as well. So yeah, take a look there. I think. Colton and Kalorn are, are 1A and 1B. And then Nick Paul for deep leagues if you want to go that way. Washington, let's move on. Tom Wilson, is this man rostered in your league? Because he probably should be. Um, obviously, he hits, he bangs, we know that. Um, but he's getting good deployment. He's going to be on the top line with uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov and uh, Alex Ovechkin uh, for his game tonight. So that is some plum deployment right there I like that and then Wilson is going to get second power play time um, you know on that second unit there but I like the even strength stuff and obviously if you if if it's a peripheral league yeah this guy needs to be rostered and I was surprised he he's only rostered at 43 percent that's his number too that's weird that's weird isn't it all right and he's right wing only that's fine right wing a little easier to fill than center position okay but yeah pick up uh, Tom Wilson, and enjoy it, all right? Uh, the next guy you want to go there, Nick Backstrom, if he's out there, TJ Oshie and Eric Gustafson, all, you know, we know what those players bring to the table, and they're all getting reasonable deployment and power play time. In fact, Gustafson's on the top power play there. With Ovechkin back, that could be a nice sneaky pick. I think he should probably be rostered, uh, and, it, and it is sometimes easier to get defensemen in. Um, he's 45% rostered on Yahoo, so yeah, there you go. And then lastly, CBJ, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Two words for you. Boone Jenner. Well, why don't I drink out of a toilet bowl? What the hell are we doing? Oh, my God. I put out a tweet today like, please roster this man for the love of Pete. I, this, this, I, it doesn't make a bit of sense, all right? What, what do people on Yahoo have against Boone Jenner? All right, yeah, he's center only, so that's not cool. But Boone Jenner, he's a rest-of-season play. He, he's a must-add. He's a must-add player. If Boone Jenner's on your roster, go look at the worst player on your roster and get him out of your sight. And you pick up BJ, Boone Jenner. All right, this man is awesome. Uh, you know, he was injured, so that's why his stats don't look, you know, as good as they are. Like, he's got 17 goals, 15 assists, 149 shots, 90 hits, 53 blocks for a forward. For a forward. All right, I mean, that's double, that's over double the amount that Adam Boakvist has. All right, like, actually, that's not a good example because he was injured too, but uh, you know what I mean, all right? Come on. Boone Jenner, th- this man is the most un- uh, disrespected player in fantasy. I-, I don't get it. So that that's my spiel on Boone Jenner. Go pick him up. I swear to God, just, just, just get him in your roster. You're going to like what you see. I guarantee it. That's the second time I said that, and I don't even care. That's I'm just getting fired up here because of Boone Jenner, but like some of these numbers, these are insane. Like just Just look at this deployment. The last five games... 
Goodness gracious. And he's got six points in five games. You know, it, it, it's obscene. And every single game, he's, he's giving you cross-category coverage. Get this man on your roster ASAP, all right? He's motivated. The Blue Jackets are playing uh, loose. You know, Goudreau is going to be back tonight, so he's centering Goudreau and Line A. Like, what do you, you know, what do you need? It's Boone Jenner. Get him going. That's all I have to say. Uh, Marchenko would be the next guy I would add there. Um, Adam Volkvist as well. He's getting some power play time. And then really deep league option, um, Emil ben- Bemstrom. You know, he's a good player. I think he, he's going to be a good player in a couple years. Currently, you know, he's just not getting the deployment that he needs. But I like the player. He he's, seems like a beauty. Marchenko too, actually. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're just both. Marchenko's getting some deployment, so I like that. But Bemstrom is, is not really getting what you need to be fantasy relevant. But again, like I said, deep league stuff. Bemstrom's on the second power play, so yeah, you, you could do something there. All right, that's all I've got. Let's get uh, quickly. We're just going to go into periphery streamers, all right? These are some guys you can get if you need shots on goal, hits, or big blocks, all right? And I'll go through the same teams that I just talked about and give you some of those options. I'll leave it to you to kind of, you know, uh, uh, just another thing you can do if, if you aren't, you know, feeling the guys that I'm mentioning, just go to Yahoo and just sort by the categories, right? And so go to your waiver wire, sort by the categories. Who's the best hitter? Who's the best blocker? Then I open up their last five games and look at how, what kind of deployment are they getting? So that, that's really, deployment makes a huge difference for, for periffs as opposed to goals and assists, right? There's some luck metrics that go into goals and assists, but um, hits, blocks, and shots, like, those are things that the player can can really control a lot more, right? So, yeah, I, I, I look at time on ice, and I look I just look at who, who are the hit leaders, who are the block leaders, right? And th- these are some of the guys I'm going to bring to your attention here just from these teams. Again, you can go in and find some more on your own. Let's talk about L.A. We're looking at Mikey Anderson for hits and blocks. Yeah, he's getting some great deployment. And then uh, Matt Roy, um, shots, hits, and blocks. Yeah, he's doing very well. Um. Take a look there. Those are some players you can do on LA and their beauties. Um, Minnesota, Jared Spurgeon, we already talked about that. He's mostly just a block streamer. So um, he, he's, he's doing that and he's doing it very well. Uh, Marcus Felino is going to be back in the lineup tonight on the second line. I like this player a lot, man. He is a, just an animal. So I'm glad to see him back because Minnesota does have a good schedule, obviously, for the remainder of this week and then next week. So, yeah, he's a great streamer for hits. He might get some points, too. But um, then if in really deep leagues, if you're just going hits only, get Big Reevesy, Ryan Reeves, that cement head crazy man. Ryan Reeves, I love it. Love this player. He's a beauty. Uh, well, just watch him come playoff time. I uh, love watching Ryan Reeves in the playoffs. He just gets unleashed and just destroys people. Love it. Um, as far as Buffalo, there's none really that I'm interested in. Um, I, I, I don't feel really good about any of the Perif streamers there. I mean, if you're in a pinch and Buffalo's all you got, you could get, you know, you could pick up uh, Matthias, was that what his name? Matthias Samuelson. Yeah, you can pick him up if you want. But, but he's, it's, not, it's nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Um, Labushkin, Labushkin. I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know that man's name. And that's fine. They got some crazy names here. I'm just looking at Buffalo. Zemgis Gergensen? What the? Who? That, there's a lot of consonants in there. That's, uh, that's interesting. All right. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to go too much on Buffalo. But yeah, if you're going to pick up somebody on Buffalo, get Samuelson. Um, you know, I, but I can't really endorse that pick. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's get over to the Rangers. You're looking at Keandre Miller. Shots, hits, and blocks. Book it. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to do awesome for you there. Lafreniere, shots and hits. Um, newcomer Nico McCola is also a bit of a beefer. Um, he's going to get you some hits. He doesn't really get the deployment that I'd like to see, but he, he does a lot with, with the little deployment that he gets. And then, uh, surprise, Jimmy VC. Uh, he's, he's pretty good with his shots and hits as well, so he can get you some perifs there. Pittsburgh. We're looking at... Jason Zucker, he's number one on that list. Uh, like I said, shots and hits. This guy's crushing right now. And yeah, he'll put some offense on the board too. So I like Zucker as a stream, um, especially if you're going to go Pittsburgh. Um, also Petrie, shots, hits, and blocks. Like I said, peripheral beast with the occasional point. And then uh, Marcus Pedersen, shots, hits, and blocks as well. But his deployment's kind of been going down with Pittsburgh. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. 
Tampa Bay, you're looking at Ross Colton, shots and hits. And then uh, big boy, Eric Cernak, he's going to give you your defenseman perifs, hits and blocks. And he's just going to do it with panache. All right, he's going to smash people. Let's move over to Washington. You're looking at Garnett Hathaway. Sheesh, just a straight hit streamer and an animal at that. My goodness. Uh, they got a couple guys like this on, on Washington. Look at Martin Fahurry, hits and blocks. Just, I mean, yeah, I could just see road teams coming into Washington and, and lining up against these guys. You got Ovechkin, you got Hathaway for Hervery, um, Nick Jensen hits and blocks, Orlov hits and blocks. Like, goodness gracious, it, you, you come out of there in a body bag, you know? I don't like that. Uh, well, I wouldn't like that if I was going in there. I like it for uh, Washington fans. And then lastly, Columbus Blue Jackets. I already talked this man's praises. I'm not going to bug you anymore. Boone Jenner, shots, hits, blocks, goals, assists, Anything you need besides plus minus, all right? He's probably going to hurt you there. But, yeah, everything else. Boone Jenner's the, the man. Um, Andrew Peak hits and blocks. I think he'll be good. Things are crazy in Columbus right now. Um, you know, just with Gavrikov being held out for trade purposes. So, Andrew Peak's getting, you know, a ton of deployment. Eric Goodbranson is getting a ton of deployment. But, uh, you know, I'm not uh, advocating you pick up them unless you're really, you know, stat hunting uh, for hits and blocks. All right? So that's it. Those are the point streamers. Those are the perif streamers I wanted to bring to your attention. And I also told you how to kind of do that on your own and, and you know, tailor it more to your own team. And um, like I was saying early on, if you have any questions whatsoever, hit me up on Twitter. I'll answer just as soon as I can. I have like my notifications on Twitter. So I get, I mostly get every tweet. If, if I'm able to, I'll answer uh, just as soon as possible. And also don't forget about the Discord. All right, get your buns in there. Ask some questions in there and we can actually start some dialogue, you know, with some other fantasy managers too. Let's talk about some, uh, you know, priority ads for rest of season value. I'm going to do a lot more on this. So this is going to be just a short section, but this, you know, maybe not rest of season value. Let's do priority ads just over the rest of this fantasy week and the upcoming week. And then, like I said, I'll do a week 20 streaming show tomorrow night to give you specifically week 20, what we can do there. But this is kind of keeping in mind the playoffs, um, and I'll also do a playoff show soon too. Yeah, I've been meaning to do that and I want to get into that. For most leagues, I know week 22 to week 24 is the fantasy playoffs uh, in your NHL fantasy league. So um, I'm going to go off that and that's kind of where some of this stuff is coming from. But anyways, these are the priority ads for the remaining of this week and next week, all right? First up, Boone Jenner. I already talked about it. You got to go get him. Um, the next guys I will talk about, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this uh, in a little bit more detail in a second here. Um, a couple players, or a lot of players actually, on the Avs. The Colorado Avalanche have a bunch of streamers that I think you should go out and potentially grab. Um, guys like Valerie Nichuskin, uh, Arturi Lekkonen, they're, they're 68% rostered. I think Nichuskin is 69% rostered. Nice. Um, those are guys that are, are, to me, at at this point of the season, with Colorado's amazing playoff schedule from week 22 to 24, Nachuskin and Lekkonen are must-roster players, as well as JT Comfer. JT Comfer is, has now been bumped up to the top power play with Arturi Lekkonen going down to the second power play. And Comfer is coming off a four-point game. He's getting a ton of deployment. I love that player. So um, Comfer, I think, is the one that you can more easily get. So that is a player. I like Jenner. I like JT Comfer. I think those are two amazing players you can pick up that are going to help you uh, for the rest of this week and then moving into the uh, week 20. Uh, Bowen Byram is also getting a ton of time with Kale McCarr out, and he's doing something with it. I love that. And then Evan Rodriguez as well. He's kind of like the, he's like the last man standing of, of the top six there in Colorado. And... Rodriguez, we know what he does. He gets a ton of ton of shots. He'll get you know the occasional points, but he's been getting good deployment too. So um, take a look at Erod. But I would prioritize Nachuskin, Lekkinen, Comfer, um, and I think Comfer's the one who you're actually going to be able to get because I think he's only 28% rostered on Yahoo. Okay, um, so those are guys I like. I also like Toivo Teravainen. I want Iguodala. I like Martin Natchez, and I like Seth Jarvis. All right, of the Carolina Hurricanes. And I'm going to tell you why I'm choosing players from Colorado and Carolina right now. Okay, let's talk strategy. 
What can you do? There are a couple of things you can do here. So let's say you have two moves left or three moves left in your week. Let's just assume that, okay? And now I'll give you a strategy for if you have one streamer spot, okay? So if you have one streamer spot, you could do, what I would suggest you do is do a long stream with one of those teams I mentioned above that has three games and four nights, okay? And then save the second move for injuries or for for priority ads, uh, players that were dropped in your leagues, or for um, goalies, goalie starts. Um, there's uh, all of these teams that play back-to-backs. Uh, sorry, all these teams that play three games and four nights, they have back-to-backs in there. So their backup goalie is going to get um, some de- some deployment there, right? So, you know, we're looking at Philip Gustafson, who I think should be rostered anyway for Minnesota. Um, Jonathan Quick, if he's out there, Phoenix Copley, right? Uh, I don't know which one would be rostered more just without checking here, but, you know, one, they're going to get a start here at one point. Buffalo's interesting as well. UPL is there. I think Comrie is getting the start tonight. Um, Anderson is there. So you, you kind of have to keep your eyes open and see what's going on. For New York, you're looking at Yarrow, Halak, Pittsburgh, Craig DeSmith, Tampa Bay. You're looking at Brian Elliott, Washington, Charlie Lindgren. And then uh, for CBJ, you're looking at, I think Corpus Allo is starting tonight. So, yeah, you're looking at Elvis Merz Lickens. Finger Lickens, good. I don't know why that happened. and I regret it. All right. So, anyways, those that's what you can do with the extra move that you have if you do the one streamer spot and you just do a long stream, all right? Now, if you have two streamer spots, I would suggest doing the same strategy as above with one of your spots, right? So you add a player there, so it's one move, you're getting three games, and then with the second move, I would add a player from Colorado or Carolina, all right? And Colorado and Carolina, they play Friday, Saturday, back-to-back, okay? So the caveat with this is, you know, you want to get be able to get that player in on Saturday. Um, that said, um, if you, this all kind of depends where you are in your standings, right? There's a couple different ways to go about this. If you are, so let's say in your matchup, you're, you're winning your matchup handily and you don't really need to maximize your games, you know, to win the, the matchup, then I would suggest, uh, I would suggest even just picking up a Colorado or Carolina player and leave it at that. I wouldn't even do the initial strategy with the long stream, right? Because the initial strategy is for maximizing games. Um, Picking up a Colorado or Carolina player for the Friday, Saturday back-to-back, even if they can't get into the Saturday, let's say, what you do then is you roll that player into the next week um, because Colorado and Carolina have amazing schedules next week. Um, Colorado has... Um, a bunch of off games. I think they have three off nights and I'll get into this more tomorrow. Um, and yeah, the, these players are, are premium players pre- playing with, uh, you know, premium line mates, right? Right now, Lekkonen and Nechuskin are on the top line with Nathan McKinnon, you know, and Confer's, uh, Confer's playing with uh, Rantanen. It, it's, it's just obscene, you know? So, that that's that's prime deployment that's what you want and don't uh, forget and i will get into this in our playoff uh episode colorado has by far the best playoff schedule for week 22 to 24 they have eight off nights during that that time and i will get into major detail in that on the playoff show but i'm just kind of wetting your whistle a little bit that colorado is the team you want to you want to target if your playoffs are week 22 to 24 okay so that's why i'm advocating Maybe pick up a Colorado play- player now. Okay, then you're good to go. Then you can really set it and forget it, and you're just loaded up for those, those playoff weeks. Plus, they, they have good week, you know, good uh, deployment leading up to that time as well, so it's not even hurting you. So just to recap, if, you're, if your week is good uh, and you think you're going to handily win your, your week and some of these Colorado or Carolina players are on the wire, uh, sorry, the Carolina players too, I mentioned Tara Vinen, Martin Natchez and Seth Jarvis, I think, is the one you'll probably be able to get there. And he's playing good right now. Um, you know, he's had a hat trick the other night, and he had three points uh, just in his last game. So Jarvis is cooking right now. He's playing with Tara Vinen and um, Sebastian Aho on the top line. And I believe he's getting second power play time there in Carolina. So those are great players to target. And you can roll them in, right? And But that's only if you don't need to maximize games. Um, also, if you're kind of up there in your standings and you could afford to maybe lose a week 
I might even suggest going with this strategy as well and not maximizing the games just so you lock up one of these players for the upcoming week and for your playoffs. That's how important it is, right? We need to start thinking about what we're going to be doing moving forward, right? Setting ourselves up for the playoffs. Um, I was saying this to someone on Twitter. Um, sometimes, we, you know, if we're in a good position in our league, sometimes it pays to have short-term, ga- uh, short-term pain for long-term gain. And that's what this strategy is kind of talking about. So if it's not for you, then don't, don't follow it, right? I'm going to give you a full strategy tomorrow night for week 20 on how to win just that week, right? Without, you know, the playoffs in mind, right? But this is just something to put in the back of your mind here. Um, so anyways, that's a long way of saying that. But if you have two streamer spots, so same strategy as above, like I said, you know, you can do a long stream with one of those three games in Fortnite players. And then the, for the second one, you can pick up either Comfort or Jarvis most likely, or, you know, players that are even better than that from those teams. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. Any questions, just hit me up on Twitter, hit me up in the Discord. Um, And I don't want to forget to mention that the New York Islanders are still a good streaming team for this week. They have uh, a Friday-Sunday schedule. So, you know, if you can... If you're looking for a Friday-Sunday matchup, you can get one of these Islanders. Like, you're probably looking at Anders Lee, Kyle Palmieri, Ryan Pulak, players like that. All right? But that's all I got. Oh, my goodness. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting fired up here. I'm, I'm excited. Like, the playoffs are coming up, and I, I just feel really prepared about what's going on and, and all the contingencies that are coming up. So I'm ready to answer any questions you may have. So, again, definitely hit me up. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I think, you know, that last little bit where I was not podcasting, I think that'll be the last little lull of the season. I'm going to be going bonkers towards the end of the season here. I want to get a ton of content out because I want to win some leagues. And I want to hear, um, you know, what you guys have been able to do. I want to I want to help you win your league. So reach out. Let me know if I can assist in any way. I'm happy to do that, all right? That's what I'm here for. And it's what gives me joy, all right? And you want to give me joy, don't you? Thank you. That's nice. All right. Cool. Well, I don't have much more to say. Stay tuned for the show. I will be doing the streaming show uh, recording tomorrow and releasing early Saturday morning. And then on early Sunday morning, that uh, Five Hole Fantasy Hockey podcast, uh, Beauty, Mike Rogerson, he's going to be joining me and we're going to be talking trades. We're going to be talking about fantasy implications and we're just going to be shooting the shooting the the shit. All right. I don't normally swear, but I'm saying it. Damn it. Your son Rip is online toot. Because that's what we're doing. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you. I will talk to you soon in the next couple of days. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.